through some business real quick, <laughs> ladies. <to> <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Are we ready? We're, We're good. good. We're good. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, welcome to this bonus episode of mm-hmm. Share Your Buzz. Um, you know, sometimes. Uh, we have we're all booked up, but we have to squeeze in some time for something for a great opportunity that we have to talk to some cool people. Yep. And this week happens to be the uh, Music City Food and Wine Festival happening September 14th through the 16th. So if you're hearing this, uh, it's this is going to drop tomorrow, which will be today. If you're hearing, like, so get your sure. tickets. Yeah. Are still available for Friday and Saturday. Um, that is Music City Music City Food and Wine Festival dot com. And all the info's on there. It's at Bicentennial Park. You guys, you, you locals know where it's at. Go down there, check it out. It's where all the festivals are. But this one is particularly dear to our hearts For because, sure. uh, you know, we got, we, me and Chris, we not only do we do a podcast that happens to uh, revolve a lot around music and, and booze and bar culture, but we mm-hmm. also are f- quite fond of the Nashville bar scene and the, sure. and the and our local bartenders. And I, I've tied a few ones. Yeah. Just a few. <laughs> just one or two. Yeah. So uh, we've had the opportunity to hang out with a lot of cool uh, brands around, mm-hmm. especially in this last year, with uh, whether it's uh, Principal Cigars and uh, Question Tequila and all those guys. And um, I got to go to a really cool event for Monkey Shoulder not too long ago. Um, and adding to that list, adding to our repertoire of, of uh, dope-ass interviews, we uh, we are adding... We'll see. We don't know yet. We'll oh, see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's too <laughs> soon to tell. It's too soon to tell. Luckily, this is, audio, this is edited, so if, I, if, if, it, if it turns out to not be good, I'll just take... I'll go back and edit that part out where I said it was going to be good. Perfect. And I love it. But uh, here for the Music City Food and Wine Fest and here to hang out, um, talk with us for a little while, Trevor Schneider from Rayka Vodka. Yes. Yeah, welcome, Hi, sir. gentlemen. Welcome. Very yes, nice sir. to meet you uh, through the airwaves, if yes. you will. Yes. <laughs> through, the, through the satellites and back down to us yeah. and all that stuff. And, and so you're going to be um, present at the Food and Wine Fest. I will be. I will be there Friday and Saturday. Friday, I'm there, I believe, from like 6 to 10 or 6 to 11. Yeah. Um, Where's this at? 6 to the end. Um, Bicentennial Park. Bicentennial Park. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. So uh, Friday, 6 to 10, or plus or minus, and then Saturday, more like 11 to, I got to cut out and fly to uh, Portland, but like 3 o'clock. Yeah. But the event goes on past that. I just won't be there for the entire okay. event on Saturday. Yeah. So are you going to be, uh, this will be like a, like a, you mean making drinks or just handing out the product? Or so what? we have, we've, we've, uh, we're working with a good bunch of uh, bartenders, actually from South Carolina. Shout out to South Carolina. Stay strong through Florence. Yeah, uh, for sure. It's going to get crazy here in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. But we have hired uh, some guys and gals and they will be serving our drinks so i will be there in uh, an entertainment engaging uh capacity uh we're doing a reka vodka espresso martini done in a snow cone so that could be a lot of fun really looking so by the way this we're that. talking about reka vodka yes yeah, yes we're talking about reka vodka reka yes. vodka which do you mind i'm gonna go let's do it i mean now. it would be rude not to do, do you want to do like an intro so yeah just in short right and we'll continue to get into it but the reality is is that this is uh one of the first icelandic vodkas uh william grant and sons is the company that owns it they decided that they wanted to get into the vodka game and they picked Iceland based on the natural resources. We'll, we'll dig a yeah, little we'll deeper yeah. as we go, but obviously, gentlemen, it's very nice Cheers. to meet you again. Yeah. Uh, in Cheers. Iceland, we say scowl. So, scowl. And, and off we go to the races. Oh, wow. Holy so, yeah. shit. It's, uh, yeah. It's, Holy shit. It's, uh, it's, it's. It's deceptive, deceptively delicious. Yeah. And and what a lot of people say, oh and I don't want to take the words out of your mouths and, and brains, but a lot of people say, you know, oh, well, you know, I don't always drink vodka, mm-hmm. uh, but if I did, I would drink that. Yeah. Sure. You know, it does have this, this, uh, this specific flavor profile that a lot of vodkas... Maybe they Can I don't say something? Eat? It has a flavor profile. It does. Yeah. Which a lot yeah. of vodkas do not. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 Chris, I am right there with you, right? I say this oxymoron statement all the time, and I've said it, you know, hundreds of times. The reality is, is that it's a vodka-flavored vodka. It tastes the way that vodka <laughs> should taste. <laughs> yeah. They don't strip all the stuff out, right? Yeah. 
So we're dealing with uh, um, essentially some grains that have come in from either Scotland or Holland or England uh, in a neutral grain spirit form. We bring it to Iceland. We distill it in a Carterhead still, which is a very unique still. It's actually the same still that if you guys have ever heard of a, a, a little gin that we have called Hendrix Gin. Mm -hmm. uh, they use a similar nice. uh, still, actually the same exact one, but it's in a two-part process. Yeah. Uh, that's a still that was originally created to produce gin. Uh, wow. But instead of putting botanicals in there, we actually put lava rock in there. Again, another notch to the Iceland sure. uh, yeah. kind of um, homage. Uh, yeah. There's a, a bunch of volcanoes, more than 100, and, and more than 30 of them are active. So uh, lava rock is very abundant. Yeah, they tend to disrupt flight patterns from time to time. Oh, my God. <laughs> do they ever? <laughs> well, We haven't had one in a little while. I'm glad that you jumped into uh, the spirit because I eat, like uh, we poured it before the show, and one of the first things I noticed was like even smelling it, it does not have that alcohol's flavor that tinges your nostrils the way that a regular yeah. you know like like a cheap you know college kid gonna burn you up would do and then yeah this has a very distinct um it has a flavor like it's like a good. craft you know that certain things that craft spirits there's a flavor that a craft spirit has that's yeah. kind of unique to only craft spirits like i drink a uh, a craft rum out of jacksonville florida that's got kind of the same it, it doesn't taste like all the. And I always told you, did I always say you could taste the ocean in this rum? Yeah, it's weird. Like and I feel like you know, it, this right has an there's, a, there's a bit of um, there's a warmth in this vodka mm -hmm. without a burn. If that yeah. makes sense, there's a warmth without a Dude, burn. You nailed I, it. I was gonna exactly say, Tony, you're you're taking my lines, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna take all my material. But going and and kind of now walking us through us, and, and again, just for all of you out there tasting spirits. Um, you know, uh, taste is subjective. So whether I you're a professional, <laughs> you're hired. You're out of a you're, job. You're absolutely hired. Um, so I will not be at Food and Wine. <laughs> Tony will be stepping in for me, just so we're all clear. <laughs> I gotta get a sweet Hawaiian shirt first. Though. Yeah, right. So um, in I North like, Carolina colors, right? Sorry, okay, trying right to you know <laughs> trying to represent, right? Uh, so flavor wise, flavor profile wise, you know, it starts off a little sweet. And then it moves on yeah. to like maybe some citrus notes. So it could be lemon, it could be grapefruit, it could be lime. And then what you had just said, right, which with the burn, right? None of us made the Jim Carrey face from mask exactly. after we sipped, exactly. you know, Tennessee temperature yeah. vodka. Because mm -hmm. we're drinking it for you viewers out there, or I should say listeners out there. We're drinking it straight or neat, yes. no ice. Mm -hmm. So it is not chilled. Mm -hmm. But and if it you is drink delicious. enough of... Rekha Vodka, you might see our voices. That's yes, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it hopefully will be successful, sure, consuming yeah. responsibly, yeah. obviously. Indeed, of course. of course. But moving on to your characteristic of saying burn, right? I describe that as like a white pepper, right? There's a spice and there's a heat, but there's not a burn. Yeah. It's not yeah. that, oh, like, oh, my yeah. face is like, oh, my yeah. God, I don't want to take another sip of that. It's like, you know, the peppers you toss in your food for flavor more so than the heat. Yes. You know and it's into, it jumps right. As soon as you said... Um, you know, we, I find this a lot, especially as uh, me and Chris, as we uh, try more and more things that re require a refined palate to kind of taste. Um, I, we, I notice my palate getting a little bit more uh, Im image, uh, yeah. a lot more imagery when you say things. Like uh, sure. our, our friend Darren from uh, Principal Cigars, he like, it, if you don't know what a cigar is, like what the, what the, you taste something, but you're not sure what it is. Sure. And then when he tells you, you're like, oh yeah, I can picture you're that. You're like, exactly. And then as soon as you said uh, citrus or lemon and lime, I was like, oh yeah, this there I it can is. definitely yeah. put like a, a little bit of lime in here. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's like being able to walk through the flavor profiles. If that allows you to then kind of formulate your own opinion as to how your palate is working, right? Because if yeah. you're not getting one of these things, it doesn't mean your palate's broken. It just means like we're kind of just trying to get you on the yeah. road to formulating sure. your own opinions yeah. about specific things. Yeah. Well, it didn't take me long to form one, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, will you forgive me again? What's the name of the company that makes this? So William Grant & Sons William uh, Grant, okay. is an old Scottish company, uh, I believe five generations. Wow. Uh, so they've been distilling spirits for more than 130 sure. years. And a lot of history in whiskey, mm -hmm. but um, obviously a lot of history in distilling. So well, I was gonna say, I wonder what it's like for a company like that who's who's done gin and, and, and whiskey. I mean, I guess that's they're learning a whole new bag of tricks. All the tricks, man. We're doing we're doing things um, in a big way, not just obviously in the vodka category, but clearly in the gin category. Just to name a couple other brands that we work with, that I'm sure that 
you may or may not have heard, Sailor Jerry, oh, yeah. uh, Balvenny Scotch, Glenn Fittick, Monkey Shoulder, Tony, you already mentioned it, uh, oh, yeah. Milagro, Montalobos, uh, and, you know, I'll leave it at that. There's a bunch of other brands that I've missed out. Uh, sorry that I didn't mention all of you, yeah. all of you, but, you know, we, can, we only have a specific amount yeah, of time. Sure. The reality is, kind of answering your question, is that there is a bunch of learning and there is a bunch of experience then that overlaps. Yeah, I was in, wondering, in categories. Like, influence? Oh, because this yeah. is such a flavorful vodka. I wonder, did those years of making sure. whiskey sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. kind of, you know. The, all of those influences kind of play a part, right? When you're kind of making a spirit or you're kind of choosing a still and you're mm -hmm. then, you know, figuring out, well, how do we change this flavor or how do we affect this flavor profile in a way that we want to sure. affect it? Is it a grain and change? Is it, you know? Yeah. For the hardcore yeah. listeners, we will be doing another bonus show where Trevor will list every single brand. <laughs> <laughs> That's the blooper reel. <laughs> no, uh, and then we're going to make him put him in order as which ones he likes. Oh, yes. God. That's, <laughs> Chris That's dreadful. A, Chris brings up an interesting point, man. With like, you know, uh, the different flavor profiles of different things. Vodka, um, stereotypically known for being a, a neutral or mm -hmm. a smooth, you know, anything spirit. And uh, so how does the process, I mean, for the layman, how is the process of uh, making a vodka different from like a, not only other clear spirits, but other spirits in general. Like, you know, with Tennessee being a very uh, big bourbon yeah. state. Of course. Yeah, so, you're in the bourbon and also, belt. I, also, I will say, if you're if you're a bourbon drinker yes. who wants to venture out, yeah. this yeah, is a dude. really good yeah. start. For yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, we're drinking it on the neat here. And if you're, for you listeners, you know yeah. I'm not a big neat. Like, I usually have to have, have at least some rocks in there. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it helps to soften a spirit yeah. when it's necessary, right? I think kind of to answer your question, right, the the – the impact, right, and, and maybe I'm, I don't want to let all the secrets out of the bag, but I also don't feel like there are any secrets. You don't ever need, because producing vodka, you don't ever need to spend a lot of money to do it because the raw goods are just, they don't cost that much, right? Yeah. And we're not, we're not doing a whiskey. We're not doing bourbon. We're not laying it down. So we're not waiting on that time, right? So you get your grains. Got you. The biggest important thing that plays the biggest factor, and that, doesn't, that, that isn't just Breka. That's vodka as a whole. 60% of it is the water that you use, right? Yes. So we use Icelandic water, which is arguably some of the purest water in the world. Yeah. So that plays a big part in our flavor profile as well with our spirit and then the balance of that. So that's just one kind of facet, yeah. right? Yeah. The kind of other big hammer that I like to drop in these situations is you should never, if I didn't already say it, never pay more than $30 for a bottle of vodka because it doesn't cost that much for what you consume inside. Mm -hmm. okay. Now, it may go to the bottle. It may go to the packaging. Which is a beautiful bottle, by it's, the way. You guys it, will see it in our picture. Man, it, it resembles it looks like a whiskey bottle. Yeah, it, it does. Me, it has a more of a whiskey bottle. It's, it's, I liked it. When I first picked it up, I was a bartender for a very long time. When I first oh, picked it up. It's got the natural handle there. It, it's got, and we're, we're in Tennessee, right? Yeah. It's got the, it's a round jack bottle. Because it has it the same yes. balance yes. when you okay. pick up the okay. bottle and you turn it over. Exactly. The same Ooh. kind of, oh, Ooh. man. Somebody thought about that. So, well, wow. I really enjoyed pouring a bottle like that as a bartender yes. because it gave you a lot of control to be able to make drinks quick mm -hmm. and to make them in an orderly, efficient sure, fashion. Sure. Yeah. So. Uh, again, uh, big ups to we don't have a Tennessee whiskey, so I can say big ups to Jack Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, in the home, you know, the home state. Yeah. It's about forty-five minutes out. I still haven't been, man. I've been <laughs> well, encouraged every know, time I come. Speaking of the, you know, the the water. That's uh, we were mean. Uh, Chris, we're both perusing the website before this. Man, by the way, beautiful fucking website. <laughs> Yo, so we <laughs> we redesigned. We brought this new surreal brand world to life. And I just, I'm taken with it, man. It is absolutely stunning. I loved yeah. how when the when the webpage was loading, and there was an iceberg, and then <laughs> continues the well. Yeah. I, I love it. I love the well, like it, yeah. it, it's the colors are beautiful. It, it yeah. obviously there was a lot of thought that went into that. The mm -hmm. branding is is impeccable because it really uh, it personifies or it rather a picturesque version of like the Iceland, what you think of, you know, the aurora and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, but we, we was reading on there about about the water, about all the the ingredients that go into it, things like that. Yeah. And yeah, you could, I mean, just like Chris said about the the rum that where you could taste the beach. It's it's there's a little, the water has a big has a lot to do. Huge. With it. I mean Huge, that's that's man. across the 
across the board. If you're yeah. talking about spirits, yep. it's like we have like, hard water in Tennessee, which is I, different than say something you know a little bit further south where they have soft water. You and, know, so. and I'm from Jersey, so I know when you say hard water, mm-hmm. Chris, what you're talking about. Yeah. And it, you it come plays out of the shower dry. Yeah, man, it, yeah. it it plays a big fact. You use a lot of soap mm-hmm. because it, you know. Well, whatever. We don't you know, we'll get into that. We some other time. Into That's, That's bonus for us after the show. Bonus yeah, yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah, this is an incredible, incredible yeah, dude, experience. I, I'm, yeah, this, this is. It's killer, man. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, are you guys, uh, you could find this around town. Yes. So, one of the big places, um, there's most of the bot pack. I say package stores. I lived in Australia for a short while. It, a liquor store. Yeah. Right? You, know. you can go to a liquor store. You can yeah. find it. We were in a bunch of the bars as Wait, well. What did you call it? Package store. Package that, store. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I've heard that term some before. of yeah. the things. Yeah. Okay, or, you cool. know, like yeah. the, in Australia, they say bottle O. It's like, you know, you just got to swing by the bottle. Swing by the bottle O. Grab, yeah. a, <laughs> grab us a bottle. Yeah. And we'll have a couple skewies, mate. You're doing good. That was a pretty good Australian <laughs> accent, brother. I like that. I spent a little time there. <laughs> Very little time. I have a bunch of friends. But, uh, yeah, man. So it's it's pretty it's pretty readily available. Um, and, um, yeah, we're here, like you said, you know, at Music City Food and Wine. And yeah, just spreading the word. Just trying to get it out there, man. Get it in front of people yeah, that uh, would love it. If you guys want to check out the website we're talking about, because it's beautiful, it's reka.com. Yes, it is. And that has all the info and all the stuff we just talked about. Probably a little bit more in depth, some pictures, all that stuff. Yeah. All the, uh, so we'll talk, we'll, we'll, I'm going to come back to the spirit, yeah, obviously. Yeah. No but uh, let's talk a little bit about yourself, man. Yeah, about uh, oh boy, how much time do we have? I mean, I mean, when somebody sent, when I get an email from a promoter that says you want to talk to the cocktail ninja, I'm like, <laughs> exactly. like I'm like fucking yes, I, of course yes, I yes. yes. Oh my god, that might yes. be one of the coolest Look tattoos I've ever seen. Cocktail ninja tattoo. So there's a big story behind this one, right? And um, uh, I'll tell the story leading into the cocktail ninja story. So I used to work at a bar in New York. It was a one of the first rooftop bars. Uh, this is going back, good God. I don't even know. I don't even want to say how many years. A long time ago. Let's mm. let's just say that. And so it was a very popular, it was a very um, high-volume bar. And it was around the time that Tom Cruise was in The Last Samurai. Oh, right? Okay. Okay. So that's happening. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm an older gentleman, so uh, I've been around for a little while, and there was a movie that came out in 1988. It just actually had its 30-year anniversary with Tom Cruise. That movie was called Cocktail. Oh, yes. So, uh, one for of those my, of you out there, you know it. Top five It's got to be the official. Never, it's, just, got, it's the official movie of Share Your Buzz. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to be. Yeah, it's, it's official. It's a great flick. I love all the acting movies. performances. Yes, yes. You know Mr. Brown, Mr. Cruise, Another and obviously work. Elizabeth's. Shoe back in the hot days. Ugh, Good God, mm. lot of mercy. Mm. So, <laughs> with that being she said, be hotter than she was in Karate Kid. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we digress, Chris. We digress. <laughs> so this is uh, Buzz. Tony's shaking his head. Joe, it's like, oh, here we go. Again. Oh my goodness. So, uh, Last Samurai and Cocktail. Um, um, I was. I used to be an actor in New York, and uh, it was expensive when I moved there to obviously get your hair cut. So my hair grew to this kind of length, which kind of makes no sense with the name Cocktail Ninja because samurais are the ones that had the bun. Got Ninjas you. were not. So a bunch of my cocktail samurai not doesn't 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 work does it just doesn't work. So uh, a couple of my coworkers, you know, fellow bartenders, had just thrown together and started calling me the cocktail ninja, and it stuck because I was, you know, I was very efficient, I was fast, I was sneaky, you know, like in the way that I made drinks, and I just I liked to have fun, and I had a man bun before man buns were buns. Yeah, Mm. man. You know. So now, yeah. I got. I had the top. I've had the top knot for a long time. It uh, stuck, so I got this tattoo, right? Yeah. And this is the the periodic table of the cocktail ninja. Okay. Like We're gonna it. walk you through this. All right. Okay. All right, okay. All right. If we need to take a picture and you can post it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You can do it. The reality is, is that I have three elements here, and the first one, the element is ni, and the periodic number number is number one, right? And what it stands for is nirvana. So nirvana is a perfect state of happiness in sure. Buddhism, and I wanted to remember my perfect state of happiness moment, that one moment that I had every day, right? Yeah. So the second one is NJ, and that stands for New Jersey, because uh, I'm from New Jersey, and the periodic number is 78. That was the year that I was born. Uh, for all you quick mathers out there, the answer is 40. So... <laughs> 
The last one is a letter A, and that stands for awareness. Being in hospitality for a very long time, the, the periodic number is 365. I wanted to be aware of myself, but not only myself, I wanted to be aware of everyone else as well. Okay. So those three elements together put together are the periodic table of the Cocktail Ninja. So I went and got this tattoo, and uh, yeah, Hell there yeah, it, there it is. Well, you're official now. There's no going back. No, I mean it's just... extra cool that you thought it out and gave it me- and gave it reason. Had to. to because I had yeah. to. You man. can't because you could have just went the cheesy route and put like a ninja mask on your arm with like a with a <laughs> yes. in, in a martini glass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> My mother yeah. would be very upset with me. She's already upset with me for all of these, mm. but she's happy I'm not getting so got a, a ninja yeah. outfit. But like well, you're holding a bottle of Reka instead of a sword, just <laughs> like a samurai. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, this doesn't make sense on so many levels. I don't so know. many <laughs> levels. Oh, I feel like a Russian right now. I'm just sitting yeah, I was going to say, we, it's like, table. you know, those parties, right, where people bring wine. <clears throat> the people of Russian descent, everybody brings a different bottle yeah. of vodka. Yep. And they just and they share and, and they, they play, talk. Play and games and cards. And just around the way it goes. Chris, uh, it's awesome. Chris Husak is from Russia. Is ah, there you go. So What's Ukrainian, maybe, maybe we can enough, yeah. Yeah. So Maybe we can have him brush out. Sometimes if a... If the uh, Ukrainian comes out, we'll get an accent by the oh, end of the show. We'll I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm getting there. <laughs> so, man. Uh, yeah. Talk so, obviously, me. the ninja, the yep. cocktail ninja, um, you, you were able to parlay that into, yes. you know, a, 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 for lack of a better term, a gimmick, a, a persona. Yes. A, something to kind of make you stand out. A hundred percent. Much like a, a spirit. You got yes. uh, the branding of yourself, mm-hmm. things like that, to kind yep. of stand out. It got you, landed you a gig, obviously. It did, man. And I'm very thankful. It's uh it was a long time. I had been in the industry mostly uh, predominantly in New York, but then also started branching out and working with other brands. Uh, Tales of a Cocktail is a, is a big kind of a cocktail Can international conference. Yeah, catch up. I mean, how do you go from bartender to, is it just happenstance you met these people at the so bar? It, so or? in New York, right, it's, uh, as you guys all know, no different than here in Nashville, right? It's, it's a lot about, like, your relationships and yeah, who you know, right? Here. So yeah. when you get in with some of the right people, yeah, uh, you perform and you deliver. And when uh, you have a name like Cocktail Ninja, I mean, dude. I mean, it, it, let's put it this way. The persona was around before the name actually happened. Yeah. Because I was just a guy with a long hair for a long time, right? Sure. And then that name had come, and then it kind of all clicked, kind of like you said, Tony. And then, you know, you just, you develop a name for yourself, right? And, and if you consistently, this is something that I always harp on, on, on these type of interviews is I'm harping like kids out there. If you want to get in and you want to do this and you want a position like work, man, mm-hmm. just get out there and work, figure it out, yeah. like do stuff. Yeah. All jobs aren't fun. You know, like I'm sure we could go around the mics right now and you talk about the job that you hated the most, but you learned the most from that job and then you learn what you don't like and what you like and you move forward with that and you're a better person you know there's no such thing as a bad experience because you're always taking something away if you're intelligent enough to well folks don't right some folks are interested you know who you are out there well actually never mind you're not aware well there's a there's (laughs) the uh that's a good one you know you had the ambition versus uh you know i don't want to say skill or or intellect but like some people have the ambition to do stuff but not the drive to actually get it done well i want this to happen i know what i want to happen but do i do what i don't know what either i don't know what it takes to make it happen or i don't have the the drive to go out there and sacrifice the personal time or whatnot it takes to happen look me and chris are not saints in any and me and chris not the hardest working cats in podcasting but i will tell you this that's really my fault since we've started (laughs) the show almost three years ago we've uh we have not missed a friday yet and we we've not. and we've uh, grown the show, and we're, we're really proud growing. of it. That's but awesome. and, and, and you know well. what? It's uh, for the people that ha- we have listening, uh, for our, our fans. I'm really proud to say that uh, they're all from word of mouth. We have done zero mm-hmm. advertising. We've done it's all from other podcasts talking about us and, and getting out there in the scene and consistency. Mm-hmm. You yeah. going out there? There you, you don't think there's weeks where me and Chris would rather just go out with a, drinking than sure. than sit here on a Friday night or a Wednesday night and and do an interview. Hundred percent. So like, but you got to show up. You got to yeah. be present to win. Yeah. And if you're if you're out there doing it, someone's you're gonna. You're, it's gonna Speaking work. Be out. like present to win. I mean, you know, I know Rake is trying to make a name in the vodka business, so sure. And that's a stiff market, right? I yeah, assume. it's very competitive. Yeah. So very, very. How does that work? Obviously, you. So yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of ways, right? Uh, you know, uh, I would think that the reality of the industry is there's a couple different facets, right? There there are people that are really getting out there and trying to showcase a spirit and tell a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some people out there that are just trying to get behind brands that they think is more image conscientious and, and something that they like. 
Um, and yeah. then there are people out there that are just literally trying to sell products, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and again, I'm, I'm listing three, right? There's definitely sure. more than that. Sure. Uh, those are, I did think, three that just popped into my head right now and, and can loosely be categorized with specific brands across all industries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, you think of those things. I, I'm always so fascinated. You know, we're talking about all these, the new technological things. You know, it's like there's always two, right? It's like we have, and we're changing gears, so I'm, I apologize for the drastic, but like we have, there's Uber and Lyft, That's right? All we do sure. is tangent in the show. Yeah, <laughs> right? Tend to and, go on runs. and it's like, you know, Verizon and AT&T. Sure. Yeah. It's like you see these big, you know, kind of companies come out and do this. It's like then I mix in and I'm, I'm, I'm an old computer head. I, I graduated with a computer science degree and, it, you know, so I love computers. But then it's like you say Google Maps, sure. you say Waze, okay. and then you say Apple Maps and you're like, which one doesn't belong? Okay. Kind yeah. of a thing. Sure. And and somebody loves Apple Maps. I don't have anything against. Somebody loves Google Maps. Sure. Somebody loves Waze. Yeah. But I know for sure that somebody don't use all three of them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. probably use one, and sometimes they use the sure. other one. You know, kind of now trying to make that segue and coming back to vodka, which is that it's one of the most competitive categories in yeah. spirits. Mm-hmm. There are more opportunities for you to drink different vodkas from mm-hmm. different parts of the world like than any other spirit. And sure. we're in the whiskey kind of the, the bourbon Bible. Yeah. And there's a ton of bourbon. Mm-hmm. But there's always like vodka, 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 vodka. Because well, more people drink vodka. And you see that vodka is the number one consumed alcohol in the world, I would imagine. It's so it goes back and so forth. Scotch and uh, whiskey as a whole is is catching up, okay. but uh, here I think specifically in the United States, like tequila was giving us a good run. Mm-hmm. But you know, like then you throw flavors into the mix, and you're kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. people Flavored were vodkas, drinking vodka. Sure. They're currently drinking vodka. And they will continue yeah. to drink vodka. And say what you want, whether or not you're into the flavored booze or not. Uh, I will say, I remember, I grew up in Orlando, Florida, during like the whole rave party scene and all that. And even coming out of that, when all the guys, that, all the kids that used to be ravers, still wanted to go out but didn't do all that partying anymore, yep. so they switched to just you know booze. Yep. And it was, uh, you know, a lot of the, like, especially the ladies, were into some of the the flavored stuff. And I remember. I'm sorry. Most dates I've ever had, they, the women drink vodka. That's just generally That's out. just the way yeah. it goes. Well, you I go just, into a lot of these bars, especially specifically here, and I've been going into a bunch of them here in Nashville, and they're awesome bourbon, mm-hmm. like whiskey bars. Great selection. And then yeah. what I realize is then you look around, and they're like, some of them just don't carry vodka. Mm-hmm. And I'm like thinking to myself, selfishly, you know, you, I'm, I go in here with my girlfriend. What is she going to drink? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have great bourbons, and I'll drink all of them. Mm-hmm. But what is my significant other going to drink so you got to have something that contributes or you don't right and you just and say oh we say, only want bourbon people that's just not come to here say that there are women out there who love bourbon oh I'm my sure. god there sure. are a ton yeah, of women that drink whiskey especially but, uh, all over man i guess what what i was gonna all say over, though yeah, was yes. whether or not you buy into the flavored booze thing or not i will you have to say that vodka was a was a pioneer in that because they came out i, I remember seeing the flavored vodkas for as you know as mixers mm-hmm. yep. way before like you uh, maybe way before m- your maybe I'll throw um, and your th- there's a certain and all that there's a certain uh, a certain Puerto Rican rum who had a couple of flavors out there early but they're like but I like vodka was like pretty much the the yeah. the progenitor of it, it made it approachable in a big way right because you had a big audience that was consuming it and then you have these flavors that everybody is familiar yeah. with obviously and then so why not you know when you merge those two things together clearly people are going to be not only just trying it they're going to be drinking it with Can regularity I say something too though drinking uh reka um uh, don't be confused now i know i know it's sort of a, a stereotype that women you know they always get their vodka tonics at the bar no like Tony said earlier, for you whiskey drinkers, dude, this shit's got flavor, brothers. Yeah, I'm just letting you know right yeah. now, man. It's they, funny because vodka has that gamut it of has like that stigma sort of because stigma of like being more of a colorless, feminine, odorless, feminine and flavorless. Drink, well, you know, it's it's got a weird stigma because even bourbon, you think of Russia, like everybody. plenty of plenty of women drink <laughs> bourbon, but there's like that stigma of like the old Southern gentleman, you know. And then you, even with rum, like rum is a sweet, flavorful drink, but you think more of like a rugged Caribbean thing. And then with but vodka has like a weird, um, like. Uh, it runs the gamut of stigma because it's like, oh, well, it, in, in one case you have the apple teeny, mm-hmm. but then in another case you have old grizzled Russian men just like sure, sitting pounding, in a hut somewhere yeah. drinking <laughs> neat yeah. vodka. Yeah. yeah. Like World yeah. War One era real man just like. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. See, I got to be honest with you. That's been sort of my hangout with vodka is no, no, not the stereotype, but just drinking it neat. Yeah. I just can't. I couldn't do it because I, I guess I've never had one. Man, I got to tell you, I'm so old, dude. <laughs> I really am. He's, he's smitten. Chris is smitten right smitten now. Right now, it's amazing. <laughs> I've never. T- I feel like I'm sitting down having a glass of Gentleman Jack or something. Obviously, yeah. the vodka version. But I mean, I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could. I would, yeah. That's actually a good segue, man. Because I was going to ask you if, uh, with uh, you know, the with with cocktails and craft cocktails and all that becoming a you know having a resurgence or mm-hmm. I don't even want to call it a resurgence because it's been going on for so long now. A little while, yeah. But. Uh, there's another, you know, we uh, we know somebody who uh, works for uh, another uh, liquor company. It's a, a certain German licorice flavored drink that sure. is that is uh, trying to make trying to reinvent themselves. Now. Sure. Now, because they're going against the stigma that they had. Yeah. Now the whole, especially in the U.S., is there? Th- does vodka have any kind of stigmas that they're going against, trying to break out of, as far as That's like you know, question. like like the the, yeah. the, the apple things? And- yeah, you know, I think that. Providing a little bit of background, right? So I've been in this position for just over four years. I had my my four-year anniversary on August 5th. And previous to that, I was bartending in New York, and mostly in New York, but also like the south of France and Australia as well. So in different parts of the world, let alone different parts of the country, those stigmas run either deeper or they run in a completely different direction, right? So one thing I can say is that like, flavors in a big way in some parts of the u.s are like the way to go but then you go to other parts you say flavors you mean flavored 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 vodkas yeah you go to other parts and it's like you can't find a flavored bottle of vodka on a back bar somewhere so like they all have like their home run swing if you will or their honey hole where you know you can definitely go and get what you're looking for but i think the challenge is in terms of facing stigmas is man it, it's we're marketing a brand right mm-hmm. so you're i want to share with everybody like everything not only about this spirit but about iceland because i want to sure. i want yeah. i want to tell you a story yeah. about what we're having mm-hmm. that like ingredients that aren't in the bottle mm-hmm. right ingredients that were a part of it and and definitely try to paint this picture of having you understand no different than explaining the flavor profiles and so that you create your own image of what we're seeing. And I think that some of the the images on our website are very much, they're surreal images, so they're not real, but they they are cascading the magic that is in this land that is Iceland, which is like the number one tourist destination in the world currently. It's unique. Have you had the opportunity to go? I have. I've been seven times, and I'm going again for the eighth time in November. I've done the Blue Lagoon seven times. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) I've done it every time I've gone. It is is something that you definitely need to do. I have to do it. I have to do it one day. It is this amazing thing. It is one of the most aesthetically beautiful countries I've ever been to in the world, and, and I'd like to just pat myself on the back i've been to some beautiful places mm-hmm. but iceland has this magical kind of a feeling sure. that is just it's very difficult to find in yeah. other places yeah. you know and i always ask every time i go i always ask the native icelanders like why do you think that iceland is so popular and one of the guys the last time i was there literally said do you know that instagram has become more popular recently mm-hmm. and iceland is like extremely instagrammable and one of those things is like, if I said oh, to shit. you, sure. have you, how sure. many pictures of the Blue Lagoon have you seen like in social media sure. in the last year? And then so ask BB, like BBC in the last three years. Like, yeah, Forget yeah. it, man. Yeah. And, you, and you see like yeah. just how beautiful it is. Not to say that we don't have beautiful things here or in sure. other countries, because oh, yeah. there definitely yeah. is. But different. like there, it's different, right? Yeah. It's a volcanic island that's like Hawaii, that but to be cold. different. Yeah, sure. it's a different season. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Like, what about the Icelandic people, the culture? What stands out the most? Oh, man, they're the friendliest people, man. Yeah. They're so, like, they're inviting. And, you hear and, that, Canadians? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you got some Burn. guys. <laughs> but they're the friendliest people, man. And and you yeah. know, they're just so they're so 
I don't know if excited is the word, but they're so willing to share their culture, right? Yeah. They've been isolated for sure. so long, and it's a yeah, very yeah. young country, 400 yeah. plus years, you know? Can I say, like, whenever I've seen footage of Iceland or people in Iceland, they seem to be really fucking happy. Oh, my God. They're, the, what it is. they're like, always they having a good happy. time. Dude, they, have, they have unlimited supply of Reka Vodka. That's one reason. Like in Tony, Tony is right there. But two then, you know, so the country is about the size of the state of Virginia and only has 330 plus odd thousand people in it. So it's not overrun. Can we trade Virginia? <laughs> just kidding. That, that would be just better than the Louisiana Virginia. Purchase. Yeah, let's get rid of D.C. right now. And then, yeah. Can we just get rid of... Yeah, Virginia. Yeah, this is fine. We no no, no knocks on Virginia. We also love I want to say we um yes. we tangent a little bit earlier. We're going on like the the vodka kick, and we talked to some flavor stuff. Rika is not flavor at all. It's a pure, uh, yeah. you know, run through the lava. I'm gonna have some more. Yeah, yeah, please. Come so on. um, man, before we before we have to uh, head out, I mean sure. we don't have, we don't have to. We can talk all night. Yeah. Oh yeah, but, but, let's do it. Man. Hey, you guys want to take a cigarette break? I'm We're gonna cut this out. Cool. Away, then. Yeah, fine. Then I'm come fine. Come back but, and. and do five more shots and then we'll just <laughs> we'll keep you here. We'll See, we you I'm in. Couch. We'll get I'm you a in. pillow. I'm in, man. We'll order a pizza. This is why I love. Uh, this is why I love share the buzz because or share your buzz because we uh, this was uh, when I, I answered the when I answered the email for, to come have an interview mm -hmm. with you. I was like, oh yeah, it'll be quick, thirty minutes. Yeah, and, but right. now, but every time we we talk to somebody cool, man, it's like I I knew as soon as you walked up, it's like oh we're gonna <laughs> yeah. we're gonna have to talk to this. We're gonna guy. run the time. I saw we're the fabulous run. hair, the fabulous beard, the fabulous glasses. The fucking fantastic <laughs> shirt. I don't care. Look, Rekha, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you guys. Uh, you got a you got a fabulous spokesman. He sold me right up. Done. I mean, he's, yeah. he's living up to the uh, the ninja uh, uh, yeah. uh, moniker too because he walked out of the. He came around the corner like I didn't even know he was here. Chris yes. was like, hey, there's like there's a guy. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are very kind. Yeah. Very kind. We're full of shit, by the way. Yeah, I just, <laughs> as you leave, I'm buying. No, no, I'm no, buying. No, I'm no. buying. I'm buying. I'm buying. No, that was a great time. Man, let's just, <coughs> let's just go another 10 minutes and uh, yeah, just sure. call it. So, uh, well, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. I, know. <laughs> I never know, Chris. He's like, sometimes he gives me the... Uh, He's like, wait, man, I just said well, I wanted a cigarette break. You know, we, hey, well, I, I love a good <laughs> cigarette, especially when I'm when I'm having a good spirit. But um, uh, So, l let me ask you this, man. Yeah, sure. Like, uh, vodka, as ubiquitous as it is, or, or in, in, especially in, in the culture, mm -hmm. when you walk into a place and there's all kinds of brand names that we all know, there's mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff... There's all even nowadays. There's even craft stuff like there's like we're now. It's almost at a point now where the craft has become. No matter what neighborhood you're in, your craft might be your brand that you go to. Yeah. Uh, so is there something that we could look for? Like you know how they with tequila they say, oh well, look for 100% agave. Sure. So when you when we walk in and we know nothing about mm. vodka. Yeah. What is there something we can look for right off the bat? So I think you know one of the biggest things, and I had mentioned it earlier, but just to revisit it in a different kind of an angle, right? Like I said, 60% is the water that you use. Yeah. So one of the kind of rule of thumbs that I say, if you are a vodka drinker or you know, you're trying to become a connoisseur, or you just simply are a consumer that wants to drink vodka and drink some good stuff, think about where that area is that that vodka comes from or where the source of water comes from that sure. they utilize for your vodka. So not knocking anywhere, you know, in the world that makes vodka, whether it be Russia, Iceland, you know, it could be the United States, could be anywhere. You want to make sure that you're selecting a place where you would be drinking the water, right? Yeah. So like, you know, any, any, anywhere. It's very similar like the stories that we have about bagels and bread sure. and, and dough like in New York and, yeah, and people in New L.A. bring the New York good. water in. Sure. So it's like that kind of a factor. It's very similar so to Don't this. drink the Detroit vodka. So I was going to say, <laughs> Detroit would be a struggle. Jersey vodka would be a struggle. Colorado would be all right. Uh, be so, all right. Okay, I know there's like potato vodka. Sure. Stuff. So where, where's your fermentation? Like where does that happen? Like what's your... So we actually get our grains or our neutral grain sure, spirit, sure. and it either comes from England, That's right, we, uh, yeah. Scotland, or... Um, so this is a grain vodka is what I'm trying to yes. get. So, yeah. so it's predominantly wheat, but sure. also a little bit of barley. Okay, cool. 
And then all that goes to Iceland, and then we distill it and add our water. That's interesting. And bring the ABV down to what yeah. we have. We're sitting right in front of us, all the way from. It's just interesting that, that there's barley in this vodka. Oh yeah, it's, it's, a so little, it's a little. Yeah. It's a little. Still though, it's enough well, to the, add the little flavor actually in there. Clear spirits in general are such a they boggle my mind, especially when you're like a bourbon or like even rum. Like I'm a big rum guy and I like the dark stuff, but when you get to like a Bacardi or something like that, and you're like, well, how do they how do they do this? Yes. <laughs> it's like even with and especially with vodka, like it has to be so. There's like there has to be a. Um, in fact, let's talk about this. There, yeah. Is there a is there a, um, a a level or like a a what's the word I'm looking for? Is there a standard? Is there a standardized like hey this has the spirit has to be this like meet these qualifications and be this clear and this smooth? So there are, there aren't regulations like there are for other spirits like whether it be gin or whether it be bourbon or and scotch. we're talking about yeah, like yeah, all sure. of those things yeah, yeah. champagne. Mm-hmm. Similar to rum, mm-hmm. you don't really need specific specifications sure. to make it, right? You can make vodka anywhere in the world, and you can make it from anything that will give you, you know, like whether you said potato, could be sugar beets, could be grain, anything that is going to make that happen. So to answer your question, no. There is not a specific regulation as to what could be called vodka. Mm. So it's for me, I, I, the impression I get, it's all about the distill level. And also, so like, I wonder, like, okay, so I, I'm from, born and raised in Tennessee, the South. Is is it weird to say that is, is moonshine just sort of like a shitty vodka? Is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's a clear liquor. You know what I'm saying? Is it like? So you're so looking. Is, is, it, is it is it vodka minus the distilled process? It's 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 very they're very close, right? Okay. So the, the Tony looked at me like it was a dumb question. No, I but looked at like you I, because I actually always wondered th- that. I've, I've been looking for a way to kind of tie this question in, but you yeah. actually made the great segue for me because I know a yeah. little bit about this. I'm reading a book right now that talks okay. about how um how like if, if you if you take any spirit. And distill it too much, it becomes a neutral spirit, and then it has no flavor. You take all the flavor out of it, right, sure. and then you kind of have to add. You can add your own stuff in, whatnot. Okay, got you. Okay. Which cool. essentially, right? And I say this respectfully because I know that I'm in the bourbon belt. But the reality is, is that bourbon is very similar to this, except this doesn't lay down in the wood. Got you. So got it you. would be the same with gin, got right? You. Which is the reality is, is then you're adding the botanicals, or you're you're now distilling with botanicals. So when you say botanicals, Neutral that, that's why gin too. has that sort of floral And it, it can have more of one mm. or the other based yeah. on their botanical combination yeah. um, and Shooter, then how that's influenced. Like that, yeah. Hendrix is blended. Yeah, gotcha. So the focus is, obviously, it's a juniper uh, spirit, or I should say juniper is one of the botanicals, but then also we mix in rose and cucumber, and then that's blended. So, cool. um, yes, that's awesome, very, very, very similar. Yeah, and this is, inc- I mean, again, I know we keep on going back to it, but that's kind of what the show is for, right? But this, the, uh, this, like, you can actually taste. This is a sipping vodka. Yeah, this, this is, is like, a you can, you vodka. can taste flavor in this vodka. I wouldn't want to put anything with that, honestly, truth be told. And you can, but you can, you can but also drink it like this, which is what you may not be able to do with other vodkas. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I always encourage people that if they're not sold like you, Chris, right away, is to taste them against one other one. Not more than two when you mm-hmm. taste them. Tasting vodkas or comparing them blind testing is one. This is my song right here. <laughs> you got, you got, you got what I need. I'm about to rock out. Yes. Oh, if only we had video on the podcast. Oh, right. <laughs> so with that, man, you like, you want to make sure that you're. Man, I lost my train of thought. Tony, you're the Wrangler. Are you, are, you know, I normally am the Wrangler, but oh I've had God. a lot of Reykjavik. Oh, <laughs> we were talking about uh, comparing them. So, yeah. uh, taste profile, right? I always encourage people to taste them against one other one. Not more than that, because it is very difficult to taste a spirit against another spirit that's categorized as colorless, odorless, and flavorless, especially with the distilling process and and how this happens. We're stripping a lot of the flavor out. But to your earlier point, Chris, like there's a lot of characteristics Mm -hmm. in here. It is a vodka-flavored vodka. I know that's an oxymoron statement, but it tastes the way that Mm -hmm. you would think vodka would taste. This is the way I want it to taste. Yeah, Yeah. so... 
So having that, right, is, is it's huge when you're tasting them next to each other. And like I said before, this, this versatility is not always present in other vodkas well, where yeah. you could drink it neat, but then you could also drink it in a five-to-one martini it, sure. or a Bloody Mary. Yeah. And I will tell you what, I will be the first one to admit I usually go with my uh, martinis with gin. But I can definitely Great. see I can definitely see having this in a martini because five to one, man. Because the reason I don't like vodka martinis is because the vodka is always a little bit overpowering and burning, and it yeah. doesn't. I'd, I'd rather have the botanical of the gin. But this, it's got such flavor to it. I can see. Oh man, mm. it's a killer. I just uh, a couple years ago I only had made one it. olive with this one. Only I, one I olive. mean, always odd. So if it's one or three, yeah, I'm a happy camper. I was gonna say if you put too many olives in this bad boy, you're killing the vodka. Unless you like dirty. Now I'm not judging. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not I a like dirty. I like dirty, but hey, I tell you what, this vodka is funky enough, baby. Yeah, it's like, delicious. I feel like, like I got nothing against dirty either, but I feel like if you're making it too dirty, that's to hide uh, a cheap spirit. But it, yes. you don't, there's no need to hide this. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's very versatile. I had made a drink a couple years ago. I kind of I'm a little obsessed with martinis, and I like them. Like I said, five to one, so five parts Reka and one part vermouth, mm-hmm. so a very small amount. Mm-hmm. For those of you keeping tabs on that, it's like two and a half ounces of Reka and like a half ounce of vermouth. Stirred, obviously very cold, in a pre-chilled glass. Why the odd number again? On, on the on So the there's house? a big story, and I forget exactly what it is, but it's kind of like an omen, right? It's like the baseball player that always has his uh, pocket out. Okay. It's like it's a luck thing. Gotcha. But there yes. is a bigger story out there behind it, and I f- it escapes me right now. Dude, ours is not the question, the Cocktail Ninja. <laughs> hey, well, I'm learning here. I'm, I'm I'm questioning on a learning basis. Oh man, I'm all for it, man. I, I listen. I learn every day. I learn. You can like snatch, I said. If you can snatch the olive from the Cocktail Ninja <laughs> hand, <laughs> <laughs> you can catch a fly with chopsticks. <laughs> you beat Mr. Miyagi. Oh, he was pissed. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, like having having a good base spirit right in any martini obviously has to stand up because when it makes up for more than, you know, half or three quarters. So is that your go to if you're going to if you're going to five to one martini, man? Yeah. Chilled glass. You know, like if you had somebody off the street that you were giving them the premier Reykjavaka drink, that's what you would do. Hands down, man. Hell yeah. It's like when they say, you know, you got the elevator pitch, right? You got three seconds, 30 seconds or three minutes go. Mm -hmm. And it's like, let me make you a five to one martini. Well, that that never sounds go like back. modern countries. Every song is the elevator test. The chorus better be in 15 seconds. Shitty at Sorry. This yeah. thing. Let me ask you. Okay. I'm a yeah. little buzzed. Come I'm on. feeling yeah. great. Good, man. So what? <clears throat> it's working. <clears throat> You're doing so, it right. So you got, you got your bars. And I've, one, one thing I've tended, tended to notice. Oh, my goodness. For you listeners out there. Tony just put a little bottle of vermouth on the table. <laughs> I yes. mean, that is my favorite kind <laughs> of... Will you... Will the, Talk will to you me. The will the Cocktail Ninja make you a five-to-one martini? Of course I will. <laughs> it would be rude not to, Christopher. <laughs> Woo! Woo! I feel like... Thunderclapping. You know what? We, this is why we do the show. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm into it, man. No, man, so... Uh, Shaker is above the sink, and there should be martini glasses or whatever glass you want to use. Do you have a jigger or a shot glass? If you have a shot glass. We got all the shot glasses. Perfect. That and a shot glass. Dude, I believe believe if you go, there should be a metal one in there. If you go in the dishwasher, there might be a metal one. Yeah, don't make that. Don't put that good booze in a plastic shaker. And a a spoon, right? Or like a spatula. So, man, while he's getting that stuff ready, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, man. Let's, uh... Let's talk one more time. Let's do plugs one more time. You can find you at Bicentennial Park this weekend. Are you yep. going to have like your own little booth set up? Or, like, where, yeah. do, you, do you know where you're going to be? Yeah, man. So I don't know exactly where we're going to be, but if you look for the big orange hoose or house, I will be there. We will have a big area. It'll be an orange painted house with a big paint bucket pouring paint on the roof. And like I said, we will be offering the espresso, the Reka espresso um, uh, snow cone martini. Um, and then there's two other cocktails, but you can come and find me. You can uh, you can ask me any questions that you want. I'm I'm there for for you if that so, makes any Matt, sense. So, man, let me ask you a question about on a taking a, getting while while uh, Chris is in there making a bunch of noise with ice. It's a it's a also he's not a ninja right I'm actually, now. <laughs> I'm actually very proud of. No. No, he's the <laughs> he is he is loud, he's, not like a ninja. We call him the cocktail dump truck. That's what he is. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. So, um, generally, as a as a general bartender question, um, Nashville. I'm sure you've. Uh, have you been here before this week? Or, I have, yeah. man. Yeah. So, this is so like you my know third. the you know the culture here, like the bar culture here is getting is getting, you know, it's popping. So, craft cocktails in general, the bar culture, the pub culture here is becoming a you know a big thing. How do you see? We all want to. We all, I guess. We all want to uh, pretend like when you're in a state like Nashville, we all want to pretend. And Nashville has its own little. Uh, has has character about itself, and I love this city. I'm not talking shit about it, but when it comes to like the speakeasy stuff and the craft cocktail stuff, we all want to be like you know the New York City or the L.A. or something, sure. or the Chicago. Yeah. So, um, are are we there yet? Can we? Can we? Are, are there any cool bars in Nashville? So listen, man. This is this is what I'll say. Right. The reality is 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 making another reference to what I said before is that I've been in this position traveling around the United States for about four years uh, on behalf of Rekha Vodka, and there are great bars everywhere, man. There are some great places here in Nashville that are doing awesome cocktails. Yeah. I've, I've gone to a bunch. Um, I, I, there's there's many that, like so many that I can't mention, sure, right? Like sure. they're all here. People are doing fun things, whether yeah. it be ingredients, whether it be a, a facet of hospitality. Uh, going as far as to answering your question, have we made it, man? Yeah, you guys have definitely made it. Like, nice. you know, the yeah. cocktail culture has stretched well, all the way around. We know the food's there. I was just wondering about the cocktails. Yeah, man, too, you yeah. can go. I, I, I was I was out at a bunch of places last night, and, and like, the drinks are just, they're legit, man. Yeah. Like, people are, they're passionate, right? They're making you something that you like. And, and if you don't, they're making you something... That you really do enjoy, oh, yeah. regardless everybody, of what they think. Look, everybody here has got. I mean, I, I got a couple of my favorites. You know, shout out to uh, uh, Jacob from from uh, Priming Cigar and uh, yeah, Joe from uh, Bar Sovereign. Those guys are friends of ours of the show. So, uh, but everybody here, you're right. Everybody here has got a. And I, I like you can walk into any place now and ask for something, and not not only do they know how to make what you want, because because everybody's a little bit. I, I think they're up on their cocktails now, but they also have. Uh, if you don't if you don't know what you want. I like I like the idea of going in and being like like again I grew up in Orlando love Orlando but a lot well, of time different. but you go down there and you order a drink you're three deep at a bar with a bunch of college kids and they if if if, if, there's, if it's more than two ingredients they don't know what you're talking about but you go to a bar here and you're like hey uh, can I have well I like this and this can you give me something that tastes like this and they'll sure enough you'll get something that's delicious yeah man I, and and again just kind of going back to not only building what you built on there, but the reality is, is that going to those places and feeling like it's your cheers bar. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the key, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, it really, you want to feel like you're not getting pumped out, you know, just on a, you know, a three ingredient cocktail because there's a handful of college kids behind you. Sure. Sorry to put you to work, by oh, the way. Please, man. Come by on. the way, we've got the fucking cocktail ninja <laughs> making us a cocktail. Right? I know, right? This, I feel just, so, we're doing it, man. I feel so honored. I yeah, I do appreciate fantastic. you taking time, man. I know you've been busting your ass like running around town this week doing yeah. all the real interviews, and then uh, so uh, <laughs> hopefully we can be a little bit lighthearted and offer you a little bit of a reprieve <laughs> from the some of the. Chris, I am happy to do this. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Happy. And you can curse on our show. So you <laughs> there you go. It's you can say great. shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the art's gonna kill me for that, but you know I'm from Jersey. Hey man, you know what? These guys, yeah, I tell you what, Reka, if they're smart, they'll reach across all, all, all. And I again, I mean, I'm. Where's some? Uh, I've been to the events that you know the, the hosting company is doing. You guys have put on, mm-hmm. and uh, really great events. Hopefully, you guys got to go check out the Omni last Friday. If, if you're hearing this, you missed it, but it was great. And I, but I recommend. Like locking on to, um, you know, joining groups and like on your Facebook or email lists because nobody, everybody's scared to join email lists, things like that. But I tell you what, you find out the coolest shit about these little indiv- these parties that are open to the public or like, uh, and all you have to do is have have your email and get signed up for, and you get so much, you, you get to find out not only about, uh, not only a bunch of like free parties that you get to feel inclusive about, but also yep. you get to uh, you get to find out about a bunch of cool new spirits and craft stuff going on, mm-hmm. little bartenders and cocktails that you might not have knew about in town. Yeah, uh, it's yeah if worth you guys doing. go there, you gotta pick Trevor's brain. Yeah, please. You gotta pick his brain. Please, yo, this yeah. Dude, this dude knows his stuff. No yeah, bro. man, come talk to me, ask questions, tell me a funny joke, I, whatever. Make him, make him, make you a drink like yes. you did, Chris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like literally on the spot, I love it. <laughs> it I'm always man. up for it, man. <laughs> so, always. man, 
I had one more question sure. before we uh, we coming up on the hour here. Cool. And I just wanted to uh, I wanted to ask you, man, because we're big fans of like the whole craft cocktail movement, and you hear a lot of stuff about uh. Actually, I'm gonna I got two more comments because I, I was I was thinking something earlier. Um, I'm a big fan of the tiki drinks. Yeah, love tiki, and uh, summer's almost over, but you know there's no reason why I was thinking this being such a, a well-crafted, tasty spirit. Mm-hmm. I bet you can use this in like some of your tiki ingredients. Like if you're if, if the, the summer's over, you got some leftover pineapple juice, some leftover sure. orgeat syrup from your mai tais. Yeah. Like why not throw a little reka in there and do like a little fall, little yeah. fall tiki? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Do you guys have any citrus? Yeah, we got limes. We got limes, yeah. Lime, I'll take it. And a lime. knife. Lime, please. Okay. So, so yeah, man, tiki for sure. So, uh, I, again, a little shameless plug here, right? But I'm a cocktail ninja on Instagram, and I post a lot of cocktails, recipes, and photos. And, you know, I'm kind of a, a nutcase on Instagram stories if you, you know, occupy your time with that. Chris, if there's no fresh, there's a li- at least a little bit of juice. In- oh, you, got, you found one. Perfect. Cool. But the reality is, is that if you're looking to kind of uh, make some of those tiki drinks, man, I have some options on there nice. that are fun nice. that you can like segue into. And then always, man, Sailor Jerry, spice rum, man, yeah. tiki drinks for days. So the the last question I had written down that I wanted to ask, cool, man, man yeah. was uh, being you know we're in Nashville. It's an up and coming cocktail city. We got great bars here, great craft, great bartenders. Craft cocktails in, a, in general are on the rise. And, man, I feel like I can talk to you all day about craft cocktails. Come on, man. Let's do it. So where do you see – and this is a very, uh, like, radio-esque question, but, but I'm something I'm really interested in. Mm-hmm. Where do you see Vodka's place in the craft cocktail movement? Dude, man? I was going to ask that question. I was like, where, where you is see, Reiki going now? Like, well, you see, you see, you know, the, the return of the old-fashioned in the Manhattan. You see, like, the Mai Tai and the, and the daiquiri making a big comeback. Where do you see Vodka's place in this whole movement, man? So that's a great question, right? I, I will do my best to try and answer that as just as possible. But for, for me, right, and this is more specific just to my opinion, is that I am kind of infatuated with the opportunity to bring old drinks back, right? Nice. So that could be something as simple as a martini, or it could be something as simple as... Um, you know, like sex on the beach, right? But done in a way that I think bartenders have been doing it for a very long time, which is, you know, you just try to make those old things new again. And because the industry has come so far from where it was that, you know, you, you can change. I mean, I'll get real specific, right? The orange curacao's or the triple sex that we had 20 years or 30 years ago when some of these drinks were made are not the same style. Mm-hmm. They're not the same quality. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're making a drink now with some of these new products that have come mm-hmm. out, whether it be a bitters, whether it be a spirit ingredient, whether it be us just as people learning, oh, well, you know, you don't use lime like that. You use lime like this, right? Kind of a thing. So one of the drinks that I'm absolutely obsessed with is the espresso martini. And I think it's a great drink. I think the way that it was originally made with, you know, a vodka, a liqueur, a coffee liqueur or nut liqueur and and some coffee. I think that that's a great drink. So by no means am I knocking it saying mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it needs to be completely kicked out and forgot about. Sure. What's it's a modern a, cocktail? It's a, And it's an excellent dessert cocktail, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Yeah. But the cocktail that is, I'm talking about. Is it replacing about, the coffee and Bailey's? <laughs> well, I don't know if anything could ever replace that. <laughs> Sorry, but I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. no, you're fine, man. Yeah, it, that's a, that's a, like that's classic and that's mm-hmm. good on its own. But the drink that I'm like obsessed with is that espresso martini. But the espresso martini that I'm obsessed with is from a friend of mine, a bartender in New York that works at em, uh, Employees Only, and his name is Deb Johnson, and he makes this espresso martini with three ingredients. And I'll tell you, I'm giving the, the, the secret to the castle away here. Two ounces of Reka, one ounce of fresh espresso, and a half ounce of simple syrup. For those of you who don't know what simple syrup is, just one-to-one, equal weight sugar and water, a little bit of heat. Don't burn it. Don't boil it. Just get them mm-hmm. to dissolve. Put that in a tin. 
Put that in something that you can shake, shake Dude. the absolute bejesus out of it. Dude. Next thing you know, you get this amazing, like mouthfeel coffee cocktail. I'm but it's already but it's, feeling this. But it's an oh alternative to a caffeinated beverage in a sophisticated way. So if you're having a long night and you need just a little bit of a boost for sure. the caffeine, just to kind of get you going, man, it is or even a brunch, brunch to situation. Yeah. Start so out the brunch with one of those bad boys. So we, I had spoken to some of the bartenders here locally. I guess it was Tuesday yesterday, uh, and uh, I asked her to make this my the dev's recipe. She made it. She made it for three of us. And then I watched her. Then she made one for herself. Again. And I go, I go, uh, what's going on over there? What yeah, are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And she was like, well, I just wanted to taste it. And she's like, it's really good. Yeah. And I was like, it's amazing. <laughs> and I will accept on behalf of everyone that nice. drinks espresso martinis. That's well, awesome. I mean, I will tell you. Uh, Thank you for hanging out and talking with us tonight. Of course, man. But Thank it, you guys for having us. You just said something. That, right before quick. we cheers, I want to say one okay. thing more. Okay. They, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like the Colombo of podcasting. Just I like, like, just one, more, I break, one, uh, one more thing. One more thing. You just said something that was really interesting, man. And I want all the bartenders in Nashville to kind of think of this because I'm going to be thinking about it. What about taking those stereotypical like throwaway cocktails and making them high class? 100%. The, the sex on the beach. So yep. all that. Yeah. Like recently for Labor Day, me and Chris went and we made some margaritas. But... Because we have a friend who owns a tequila company, we had a high we had a high end tequila. We didn't want to put some nasty triple sec in there, so we upgraded to like a, a good dry carousel or a, yeah. a good uh, the, the Pierrefron. Oh, we used it and love so, and yeah. I tell you what, man, that made our margaritas yeah. so Killer. much better Killer. than you know fresh lime juice. So you, you could take some like your standard bar drink. And use better ingredients sure. and really spruce it up to make it a craft. It's, it's like pimp my ride. Yeah. Pimp my cocktail. P pimp my cocktail. Uh, and they're I, incredible. I gotta say, I love the fact that cocktails were invented because of prohibition, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, they prohibited the use of these spirits, right? And so these guys had these shoddy batches of whatever liquor Hat they were, and gin, they had to, they had yeah moonshine yeah, and they had to make drinks out of it. And and here we have. You know, Trevor, and, 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 you know, thanks to those guys in the 20s, and well, I can't remember the exact era, but. No, but, right. But, you know, in the, in, in the basement, little sort of uh, cutaways, making cocktails, and here we are. So here's to. And uh, I'm inspired by them. Yeah, for sure. You know? Gentlemen, cheers. it's very nice to meet yes. you. Yes, cheers. Let's enjoy it. Oh, oh wow. wow. I mean, dude, dude. Just forget it. All right, so. We're going to okay. wrap the show up now because I need to go drink the rest of this drink. <laughs> okay. I'm going to mic drop this wow. martini. Can you drop a martini? Just no, no, don't waste a martini. <laughs> no, please do not. All, All right, right, man. So one more time. This is fucking delicious. Thank you so Thank much for hanging you. out oh with us. God. I hope I didn't curse too much to get you in trouble. No, so, you're but, uh, fine. Uh, uh, one more time so everybody can uh, find you this weekend. Mm -hmm. You're going to be at musiccityfoodandwinefestival.com. Stick, tickets are still available, yep. so when this drops tomorrow, you can get them right now for yep. Friday, Saturday. Yep. Yep. Go out there, say hi to Trevor. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, you know you'll notice him. He's the he's, he's the <laughs> yes. the only ninja with a with a samurai bun. <laughs> exactly. Yes. yes, you're a good listener, Tony. So, yes. uh, yeah, man. So is and also go to Reka.com. Yes, Reka.com. Um, man, I can't say enough about how awesome this spirit is. We yeah. we uh. You know, we get a lot of people that roll through, mm -hmm. and sometimes you have to uh, eat. Sometimes you have to work a little bit yeah. to get an interview out of somebody. But this has been a blast, yeah. and I yeah, really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule this week to come hang out with us. Same. And uh, I think we have our, our new official. You know, we didn't have an official vodka on the show. We well, have a beer. We have a tequila. We, do, we don't even we have, have a cigar. Spirit. Now but, we have a. I think. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I'm gonna buy a bottle. I'm seriously like, I yeah, want to go out and drink yeah. this. Done. I just want to go out and drink this. Yeah, guys. If you're uh, if you're in Nashville, if you're around seriously. town, make this your craft vodka. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. So we gotta man, say thanks to Mayday, though. So we got. Of course, thank you to Mayday for sponsoring the, I mean, for know, our Friday free show. So we're sorry to cut into. No, you're to fine. Rachel, but, uh, Mayday all a, day. We do have a sponsor, and, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> Although they sponsor the Friday shows, they don't sponsor the bonus episodes. Oh, so this bonus episode, okay, this bonus on it. This bonus okay. episode has, has okay. been sponsored, been sponsored by Rayka Vodka. So, <laughs> 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 I'm only the boss because the email address goes to me. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs>
No. I got to tell you, man, look, we, we have lots of uh, musicians and, and, and a lot of people on, but this has been a fantastic, fun podcast. Thank you, man. You. So plug yourself one more time, man. Your Instagram, your So, yeah, stuff. man, my Instagram is Cocktail Ninja. And like I said, you can find cocktail recipes. You can find, you know, kind of all of where... Uh, Reka is going to be and I will probably be there as well but you know more importantly you can just you know uh, uh, I guess swipe through right and just cruise cruise the social Trevor, media you gotta do some live stuff because you travel so much I do do you do the live do I do, do video? I, I, I prefer I, I, I enjoy yeah. I enjoy it all right yeah. but for me right I love the live stuff yeah. because the live stuff gets the mistakes it and does. sometimes the mistakes are the best yeah, stuff. For sure, for so sure. I love doing live TV segments and like dropping something oh, or like, yeah, or yeah, like putting yeah. the wrong ingredient in. And it's like, Oh, well we can't make that one now, but it's, it's fun, man. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I, I really love the industry. You guys were, you guys were absolutely amazing. To invite me, you know, here to the studio and, you know, just absolutely throw down, chat, you know. Man, we like to pride ourselves in the fact. And, in fact, I like that, that the fact that you walked up and you're like, oh, it's been crazy. Because we like to pride ourselves on the show that you can come on. Like, when all your other, like, business is done and you have to do all, like, the, the, the shows where you, you can't curse and you can't drink and you have to do all that. Like, when you get, when you get done with all the, uh, the corporate shows, yes. come and hang out with us, man. A hundred percent. Because we want to sure. actually, we don't, you know, you go on the radio. You get one segment. You get 15 minutes to actually talk about your product and everything, and it's it's only like that. And half the time, the host is too much of a of a of an egomaniac to even let you talk. But on our show, we preach, like, Tony. We want to we want to talk. I mean, not that I'm not an egomaniac, no. but, but but I but, don't know what he's talking about, guys <laughs> and gals. No, but uh, but we like to have people on that when you like so when when you're done with your day. And you come out, you can hang out, and let us be the last show of the day, so you get to relax, mm. talk about the product for real, like what you want to say about it. Yeah. Drink a little bit, hang That's out it. a little bit. Hey, Amen. You, you guys gotta hit the right cup. Yeah. yeah. That's my last. I mean, get, I don't know grab what to a bottle, say. man. You gotta get this stuff. Yeah. Chris, you gonna a, you gonna be anywhere this weekend? People can find you. Me? Uh, no, I'm not doing anything particularly cool this weekend. In fact, <laughs> I don't want any of you. You have to a show coming up doing. on <laughs> September. You have a show coming up on September 21st with your band. I do. Malibu Blackout. He's I'm like he's got it. He's got you dialed in, Chris. But here's the deal: I do not like to shamelessly promote because even though this, I am a co-host on the show. I just, you know, I'm all about you, so I don't. I'm not here to promote me, so don't even worry about me. You can find. I'm gonna be chilling. Obviously, Malibu Blackout, Hurricane Husek, and Chris. Yeah, MalibuBlackout.com for Chris. Music City Food and Wine Fest for and also Reka.com, and of course you can find us at ShareYourBuzz.com all across iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Um, share the love. If you, if you like share if if you like share your buzz, then share your love and just give us some, give us some five star ratings. Give us some inter, um, some uh, some comments. Um, and and if you go out to the food and wine festival this weekend and you happen to stop by some Rekka, which you obviously should, mm-hmm. then uh, say what's up and let them yeah. know that you heard them here. Yeah. For sure. And next time you go to lo- your local watering hole, look up at the shelf, see what they got. Hopefully they have Rekka. If they're smart, yeah. they will for sure. Yep. Amen, gentlemen. Yep. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Trevor. We will see you guys next week. We have a very, uh, we have an ex- another booze eccentric show next yeah, week because we have a uh, the whole food, the food and wine festival is really buying into our our genre right here of podcast. <laughs> We're like, oh yeah, bring, bring us all the. the. So uh, yeah, I think come. Uh, I think come October, we're gonna. I'm gonna take like a dry week and just. Sure. Like, Whatever, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> and we're out. All right. All right, guys. Have a good night. We're gonna go finish these martinis. Nice. <laughs> that was fun. Man.